Hello, and welcome to the suite. Today we have a very special guest joining us, Tupperwave. Sometimes in real life he goes by Callum. How are you, Callum? Welcome to the show. Going good, going good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's no problem at all. It's an interview I've been looking forward to for quite some time. It was actually requested by several people over the past few months, so uh, I'm glad we finally got some time together to do this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, actually. Cool. Uh, so how was your day? Uh, so far, so good. Still bright and early in Brisbane, 10 o'clock. Oh, oh yeah, right. Brisbane, Australia. Yeah, the country to be, that peace and quiet. <laughs> yeah, and so you're, you're at work and... And you were t- doing something before you got to work today, probably, uh, taking care of your kids. Yeah, so I've got two kids, a uh, beautiful wife. Um, yeah, they're young, so they're up all night, running on about two hours sleep, going well. I'm sure the other dads out there will know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually have a question about that from one of the dads. Yeah. Um, if we, if we can get right into that. It's from Mackie. He works on the magazine. Yeah. And he, he wants to know how you manage your time um, working, raising chil- raising kids, you know, having a fiance or a wife rather, yeah. and uh, making Vaporwave and being so active as well in the community at the same yeah. time. It's, um, it's just all, yeah, time management. I do like to devote like 90% of my time to, you know, wife and kids um, and work, obviously. Um, I do find that I do make most of my music at night. So quite often you'll find me doing, you know, 4 a.m. finishes and then going to work at 8 in the clock in the morning. But um, That's why the music's so slow, is it? Yeah, exactly. Like I'll wake up in the morning and be like, oh, actually, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's so, there's so many unfinished tracks. <laughs> mm, true. In the vault. Oh, yeah, the vault. I'm actually building the vault. It's going to be interesting. Um, Twin Pines Mall is going to take that one from me. Yeah. I said, yep, you can have it. You can look up. Sick. Yeah, I don't have any more information on that, but that's going to be great because there's so much stuff. Like, because my SoundCloud um, premium's running, I'm not paying 16 bucks a month for that. No. Uh, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to just save everything that was on private back all the way to 2016 and then my, my two other SoundCloud channels as well. Just back them up, put them all in, I don't know, Google Drive, some of that. Mm-hmm. And then just let him let him go nuts with it, you know. Yeah, send him out there into the ether. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, It'll take a long time because there's so much. Yeah, maybe you'll get some sweet uh, remixes or samples from people. Yeah, probably. I was diving through it just the other day, and I'm just like, why didn't I release that at the time? Some <laughs> stupid decisions. <laughs> oh god, I, yeah, I bet that's a common thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying before, I'm not a producer myself. But uh, I can imagine. Um, so what do, you, what do you do for work, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, so I, I am an IT technician at a high school. Cool. Which is, uh, it's a big, big school, so it's a bit of a struggle. But, um, oh, wow. you know, it's a pretty relaxed job. Just, you know, fixing laptops, you know, turn it off and on again, that kind of thing. Reset the password. Exactly. <laughs> that is my whole day. Yeah. And how do the, <laughs> how do the kids treat you? Oh, the kids are awesome. If you just... You know, treat them like equals, not like students. They're just, they're just like a whole bunch of friends. You know, they just come in, have a good time, mm-hmm. have a chat, leave, come back. Nice, fantastic. I was reading on your 
on some something i don't know what uh but it was a bio of you i don't know if written by you or someone else but it said that you um you care a lot about kids i do yeah it's one one of the things that i'm passionate about is um you know like kids and their welfare school stuff like that it it pains me to see you know when kids don't have a fair chance and stuff like that yeah absolutely i don't know it's just something just something that you know grinds my gears a little bit yeah yeah it's yeah and parents it's hard for kids to work with their parents sometimes and not all parents give the same opportunity like i was just thinking of a conversation i was having with alan from Corespect, where he wants he has some uh, amazing people sort of approaching him or he finds amazing people as well but they're not always over 18 and their parents won't consent to uh you know working with the you know putting out a vinyl release i guess was the idea but Mm. um but uh yeah I, i don't know i think about that a lot Oh, yeah, everyone's different. I mean, everyone has their story, but um, mm-hmm. just got to give them opportunity when where I can. You know, I don't, I don't have much, but um, if I can give, I'll give. You know. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, how does music incorporate into your life? To me, you know, I, I spend a lot of time in the car, so I listen to a, an absolute ton of music. But um, yeah, I do. I just generally enjoy it. You know, I've got. A whole stack of you know keyboards and guitars at home trying to teach my uh two and a half year old how to play guitar that's interesting what she comes up with you know mashing it with her hand yeah <laughs> um that's great but yeah I, I just try and find time for it because it's something that i really enjoy sweet and uh, yeah no th- yeah so do you play any instruments or are you you just uh consumer and uh you know i guess recently i think it was 2016 became a producer well, I've been producing music since 2011. Okay. Sorry, even earlier than that, probably 2007. Ten years. Yeah, because I've had, I've had aliases before, you know, Tupperwave and the Vapor Room stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's all just it's all minor stuff. Um, yeah. But um, oh, what was the question again? I forgot. <laughs> just music. Uh, how how you incorporated into your life? Maybe how you got into it too. You said you drive a lot, right? Because yeah. Australia, as you were saying, it's uh, everything's so far apart. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just sold um, sold my old car, and I, I was like, yeah, I'll deliver it for you, no worries. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it turns out it's like six hours there and six hours back, and I'm just like, oh crap, it's like a whole day, whole day gone. You know, exactly. I just yeah, everything is so far away here. You know. Mm-hmm. It gives great, great time to listen to music. Like I'll put it on Twitter regularly. Like, send me what you're listening to. Send me your new stuff, and oh, I'll yeah. just, you know, have a listen. Yeah. You then m- I'll dedicate like an entire listening session to just that one person. That's great, yeah. actually. Sometimes I admire people that get to do that. I'm so busy, and I try and consume as much as I can and learn. Especially for my interviews, I want to hear all the artists' music and stuff. And uh, you know, I I have an hour to work and back total so 30 minutes each way and then i rock out a bit when i'm at home like while cooking and stuff but that's as much as i can do i can at two hours tops yeah yes yeah i I consider myself lucky in that respect but um i i still find that i don't even have time to listen to everyone's which sucks you know because i might be missing out on a gem there but i try and go back and have a good listen to it but um you know i'm i'm busy i forget you know yeah but that's that's why I keep posting them. I just like if I miss you last time, just let me know. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's really cool. Giving everybody a chance. And you must you must have consumed a lot by now with all that driving. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've been working at this place for a year. You know, five days a week, that's 10 hours worth of listening time a week. Plus, you know, whatever I listen to at home. I've always got stuff on in the background. Yeah, wicked. Do you have any particular favorites or maybe what have, what have you been listening to recently? See, I've got favorites, you know. There's always those albums that I go back to, you know, like... Um, Death Dynamic Shroud, uh, I'll Try Living Like This, mm-hmm. probably one of my favorites. Um, Luxury Elite, World Class, I've listened to it countless times. Oh, yeah. Um, even Floral Shop, you know, I've listened to start to finish so many times because you all hear new things every single time you listen to it. True. Um, yeah, and um, they're, they're probably my go-tos. I haven't really been listening to much in particular at the moment other than, you know, all of the submissions and things like that. Right. I find myself regularly listening to my own music, which is kind of kind of sad. <laughs> why? Why is that? But that's why I make it. You know, I make it for myself. If I like it, and you know, one person somewhere likes it, then I find it a success. That's not sad. That's cool, man. It's a, also a way of improving yourself, right? I listen to myself sing all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, but, you know, I've, I've heard the same songs over and over again. They kind of lose their flair, but um, I imagine that when a person listens to it for the first time, it'll be like when I was making, you know, when I played it back that first time, that's how I hope they experience it. Do you ever question yourself? Like, Oh God, I've you, after listening to it a thousand times, you're like, Oh, this isn't good anymore. Maybe I should have changed it. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I have actually gone back, you know, six months later and be like, I'm just going to quickly uh, <laughs> tweak this up a little bit. Crazy. Hopefully people won't notice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So when did music first enter your life um, and how? I do find that, yeah, I credit my dad, you know, because he, um, when we were going to school and stuff, he was always listening to things like, uh, he was always into, you know, Pink Floyd and stuff like that. But fairly regularly he was listening to, you know, Ministry of Sound, Chill Out, Moby, Ambient Music. Just, he, he has a very unique taste when it comes to music and he would, he would not let us take the aux cord kind of thing. No, that's really neat too. Very uh, distinguished sound for for a dad. Yeah, yeah. He's got some... Like he introduced me to, um, you know, the caretaker and um, William Basinski and stuff like that. He's like, hey, check this out. More recently, he's been diving into um, like dark ambient and stuff like that. It's just the stuff he finds is insane. Nice. Yeah, my, uh, my, oh, my stepdad, he likes country mostly. Yeah, and that's that's cool. I honestly don't know where I got my love for music from. Maybe my real dad. It's hard to pinpoint it. Yeah, maybe. And so, like, what is your go-to genre? You know, like, what do you like? Me? Like you're asking? Yeah, I love uh, metal, hardcore into metal, like kind of melodic metal, not like super deathcore, but like I do like screaming. Like, see my profile picture? Probably maybe it looks like I'm screaming. Um, There's so many different kinds, like. I don't know. I like there's like hard stuff that's like abandon me, or like really high stuff that's like they say the god die. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love reggae, hardcore into reggae, indie music, whatever, vaporwave, prog metal. Like I, it's it's a drum and bass is huge. Hip hop. Oh hell yeah. R and B like it's it's. It's every day is different almost. 
yeah so you got a wide variety of teeth that's cool yeah yeah i'm the same it's hard to put on shuffle when people come over yeah <laughs> you put on your playlist and they're like uh what drum and bass now it's r&b what yeah <laughs> like i was into that but i'm not into this especially if the like hypnagogic vape comes on yeah mole soft they're just like where are we yeah <laughs> it's meant to be a barbecue is there a loudspeaker in here what's going on uh so you said your dad yeah and so you started to absorb some of that um more uh, not obscure but just uh ambient i guess style music instead of like your standard rap or rock or whatever yeah, yeah he was never into you know anything like heavy but um Obviously, Pink Floyd, he was obsessed with them, and they did a lot of psychedelic kind of music. Yeah. Which I'm guessing is where he got his taste from. But, um, yeah, it was always, like, chill-out sessions, you know, like, real chill kind of music. Very cool. Um, like, Groove Armada, you know, like, 90s Groove Armada kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, so what, and a lot of Moby, just obsessed with Moby. Yeah, and what, so did you listen to that same stuff a lot and even into your teenage years, or did you develop your own um, particular artists that you were a fan of well you see it's funny because i actually hated it you know when he would play it in the car but um i was always into you know right i, I did listen to a lot of drum and bass um my i did like gorillas as well stuff like that nothing really obscure for me but i don't know where my musical taste you know went awry but uh, i'm happy it did i've discovered some really cool stuff <laughs> uh when did you first hear about vaporwave See, that was, um, again, from my dad, actually, because he what? he showed me That's amazing. Uh, an MD Bliss Beyond This World, which is basically kind of Vaporwave mm. in a way, if you, if you could put it that way. Okay. And um, just while I was listening to that, um, I'm pretty sure it was Telepath that appeared as a recommendation in the sidebar. I can't remember the song. Yeah. Yeah, just... It oh, just kind of appeared. It's hard to sometimes, right? Yeah, I remember. They're not in English always. Yeah, it was definitely not in English. I just loved the look of the thumbnail. I'm like, what? I'm going to check this out. Turns out it was freaking awesome. Yeah. Sick. Oh, I'm trying to remember which one. It was like. And so you dove. Did you dive in or what? Oh, yeah. That, that night, after listening to that, I'm pretty sure I spent at least like 16 hours just binging. <laughs> like I binged like most Crazy. most of the popular stuff at the time. Oh, I remember what it was now. It was um, "Live Forever" by Telepath. That was literally my first ever track that I listened to. Wow! Yeah, that's cool. Was, if that's anyone else's first track, definitely give us give us a message because I haven't heard of that one as a first track ever. Yeah, it was it was strange. It just kind of appeared. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a nice um, pixelated blue sky and some twinkling stars. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, your other stuff like St. Pepsi kind of appeared and um, Private Caller was, you know, kept appearing over and over again. See, that that song was an experience yeah. for me. That's the one that sort of hit me for a six because the, the nostalgia behind that and the video um, by, um, I think, El Famoso Demon or some of that. What a video. Yeah. No, that, that video I've watched so many. Yeah. And I'll show people the video and they're just like, what is that? <laughs> they just That's... don't, I don't think they get it. That's so but neat. Like, wh- what is it about you and me and these other... That video has millions of views, right? So there's something yeah. to it. What I don't know that? what it is. It just... It makes... It sucks you in. Like, it makes you part of it rather than it's just like a song. The, oh, yeah. The video... It you into the universe. Exactly. It just um, consumes you for that short two minutes or th- three minutes, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's a really special piece. Yeah, I do remember listening to that for the first time and I was just blown away. That That's pretty much where the binge started after that. Do you remember where you were? Probably in the car. Yeah. No, I was actually um, just in my lounge room on the computer. Oh, yeah. I was just sitting there. Like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, because you saw the video. And then Enjoy right. Yourself came up. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Oh, there's so many. I, I remember that day very well. It's It's a fond memory. It was a beautiful time back in the when the YouTube algorithm was good. Exactly, yeah. Now I get all kinds of weird stuff. Like Peppa Pig mostly because my kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they use my sound, they use my YouTube a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I can't be bothered to to change accounts, right? They make it pretty easy now though. Yeah, but I've got premium, you know, and they use it on the iPad. Yeah. So they can listen to, you know, white noise for uh, little Dimitri and he goes to sleep with it. And yeah. you can switch the screen off so it's not, you know, blaring. And no ads consuming the, the minds of your young ones. Exactly, yeah. Can you imagine, like, newborn listening to white noise and then just a, you know, KFC ad comes on? That would yeah. be a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, and kids' kids' ads can be pretty crazy, actually. Kids' toys and stuff. Oh, definitely. I still find the weirdest one, my kid was watching Peppa Pig and then this ad came on for, like, some politics, like, local politician and then... <laughs> It was like a 45-minute ad. What? So she was watching this guy for like 15 minutes by the time I realized. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. See, that that's the algorithm. Yeah, I got to get that premium, yo. Yeah, I have it as well. Um, I love it because you get a free Google Music uh, account, which is amazing. I, I love Google Music so much, way more than Spotify. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Is you that got like a free a one. YouTube? YouTube Music, is that it? No, no. Uh, Google Play Music is the official title. Uh, it's huh. Google's solution to uh, streamable music, just like Spotify. But what's great about it yeah. is, like, there's so much Vaporwave that's not on Spotify, right? But yeah. it's, it's not on Google Music either. But Google Music has a, an application that you can download that will let you set a watch folder. Anything you put in that folder will get uploaded to your Google Music account and you can play it on your phone, on your computer, whatever. That's awesome. So I have all my Vaporwave on there. So I have it, all of it with me no matter what. I don't have to go to Bandcamp yeah. and YouTube and all this bullshit. <laughs> That's the joy of, you know, samples. You can't put them anywhere. Like I've started to upload to Spotify, but... um. You know, I'm just worried that, you know, a sample's going to get picked up somewhere. Or, like, there's only, like, three songs on there. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to put up a whole album, but, you know, maybe. We'll see. If I can get samples cleared, maybe I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Highly yeah. unlikely. That can be expensive. Like, um, Skylar Spence was talking about it, where I think someone wanted to upload Late Night Delight to Spotify, and he's just, like, talking about clearing the samples, and then he's just like, that's nah, too hard. Yeah, at the end of the day... Which we, yeah. You're going to go crazy and abandon your love for Vaporwave <laughs> in the process. Exactly. Like that's that's not the fun part. The fun part is making it and you know uploading it. See SoundCloud was my go-to, but now it's just it's expensive and it's limited, but um Bandcamp is you get so much more out of it. I saw Bandcamp has a new um sort of ad or it's like a notification. You probably saw it too on any Bandcamp page. It says if you stream the music, the artist will get like a fraction of a cent. If you get the music through us, they'll get 80% or whatever. 
Uh, I thought that yeah. was interesting. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Um, I do have check it out the Bandcamp Artists app, which um, Golf Audio actually suggested to me. I like, check it out. It's just full of it's like statistics, and it says you know I've made X amount of money from it. It says how many followers I've got on it. Nice. But yeah, just seeing like I'm getting emails every day, like you know, ching Bandcamp, mm-hmm. and I'm just you know putting it into a big pot so I can you know buy more vaporwave and give away more stuff and put it back into your art yeah because I, I feel like vaporwave and sampling and stuff i shouldn't really make a profit from it because it's not right music should be free you know uh, yeah well that's the vaporwave everybody says vaporwave should be free but people charge for it that's funny like even not yeah not like a digital right well um, i i obviously got you know, whatever and stuff. end of the day fuck it yeah yeah, yeah. but um yeah any money i get from that i just put it back in yeah and obviously, I gave a bit to charity last time, but uh, yeah, right. And you, all, yeah, you give away vinyl too on your Twitter for your one thousand followers, which you've surpassed by a long shot now. Yeah, that was that was great. I had a like a mini battle with um, Palm eighty four to hear get there first. Oh, but nice. He, um, yeah, he he pulled out the big guns and said he'll um, give everyone a discount if he makes it first. So I'm just like, yeah, no worries. Got to step it up. Everyone follow him. Yeah, <laughs> that's the great thing about this community. Everyone's like, er, there's so much competition, right? But everyone's working together yeah, exactly. to support one another at the same time. It's such a weird thing. Like, yeah, the, the competition. No one is, feels threatened yes. by anyone else. I don't think. Yeah. But we, everyone is competing for for those dollars, yeah. those doll hairs. That's fantastic. Yeah. No, I just thought it was funny. You know, he's like, if I beat Tupperwave, you get what 50 percent or something five percent still super cool yeah no. but I, yeah i like giving away stuff because you know some people can't afford it and i'm just like well if he has if they have an opportunity you know just to you know do something funny or like a post and they, they're in for a shot why not yeah that's really cool it got a lot of traction too yeah i mean i used to collect vaporwave vinyl but then um you know i just kind of lost interest in it ever since my floral shops never came <laughs> Oh damn! So those are your copies then of Bay and like uh, what 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 are the vinyls you you've given away on there? So I, I've bought um so Bay three and four picture vinyls. Um, like I purchased them online. I'm just like yeah, I'll buy them as soon as they arrive. I'll ship them back out to whoever wins. And um, sweet, a couple of my vinyls as well. Like I've said that you know I'll give away one signed one too the winner and then one sign one to a random person but at the moment it's you know there's some really cool stuff so i'm just like counting how many vinyls i have and i'm just like i'll see how many i can actually give <laughs> you know because i've got a little stockpile of um, my own vinyls because i self-purchased a few sure so there's a few left and i think there's one test pressing left so i've given all those away as well yeah so everything's claimed now yeah, pretty much. Um, As of this recording, okay. The charity auction was um, two holographics went out in that one. Uh, Pad Channington has one. I gave one away to Robert Shaw on Twitter. A couple other vinyls I just kind of slipped in the charity auction. Like someone bought Floral Shop for a ridiculous amount of money, so I thought I'll just you know slip in another vinyl as well to make it worth it. Nice. I think someone paid like one hundred eighty-four dollars for Floral Shop. And it was Whew. the white one. I was like, yeah, it's not really worth that much, but 
it's for a good cause. Yeah, you want so. the pink one, right? Yeah, it's for a good cause. So just you know, have something for your yeah. That, that's so cool of you, man. Shout out to you for doing that. Yeah, it's uh, not ev- not everyone has the capacity to do that. So that's that's great. I tell you what, it was a big effort. I tell you. Yeah. And the the price of shipping just kind of you oh, know yeah. took away from the final value, but you know. <laughs> I still managed to give a decent amount to charity, which is good. Yeah. For you, Australia shipping, man, it's the worst on the planet, I'd say. I guarantee it is. Yeah. I, I had one person who didn't receive theirs. I'm trying to figure that out at the moment. Oh, no. Just, you know, it's time consuming, but it's it's all part of the fun, you know? It's all part of that grind. Keeps keeps you busy. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe a little crazy. A little bit. It does drive me insane uh, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, so let's get back to the music so you your dad you start took some inspiration from him and you found vaporwave um you listened to it for a few years like when did you what year was it that you discovered it um i think uh 2016 i believe i actually discovered vaporwave okay so you didn't uh, it wasn't too long after that that you started your Tupperwave project then, right? No, I pretty much jumped straight into it. Uh, it wasn't Tupperwave to begin with. It was um, the Vapor Room. That was my alias for production, obviously, at that time. Yeah. Um, the only reason I started making it was because at my last job, I absolutely hated it. And I was on the computer all day, and I'm just like, oh, trying to kill time because this, the job sucked. <laughs> um, yeah. So I installed... Um, so you downloaded a DAW? Yeah, I, I downloaded Audacity, nice. you know, because it's free. And I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to try it, see what happens. That whole album, 1993, was made on Audacity and my lunch break. <laughs> like, just lunch breaks from wow. for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Yeah, it's just, it. initially it was a way for me to kill time. But then I enjoyed it so much, I just, you know, started doing a bit of research and got into a couple of different DAWs as well, like... Um, started to use reason and fl studio had pro tools as well just stuff to mess around in. I, I just found myself clinging to um fl studio because it was so easy mm-hmm. and um yeah it just kind of progressed from there and then obviously now uh, to you baby with love that was a very emotionally charged album i was like i'll make it for my wife you know, just to say thanks because she's like my number one fan. It's awesome. Oh, dope! She's so supportive. That's fantastic. Like, even if my music sucked, like back in the day when we first met, my music was you know terrible, <laughs> and she was just like, "Yeah, that's awesome." Ah, yeah, that's great. And so you mentioned, oh yeah, and you put your the vinyl for 1993 is on crates. Get it now. Yeah, it is, Everybody. and it's it's already past 100. It's at 105 already. Exactly. And there's still, you know. 15 days or something left and when this goes up there will be even less days left <laughs> this exactly sense. and there's um shakatan empires up as well they're both my first albums that i made at work obviously um i should have been working but you know who cares <laughs> uh, there's nothing <laughs> like wasting company both- time but making money off company time that's what you want to do no exactly so and i didn't like my boss at the time he was really um he didn't like me either. We just, I just kind of hung around just to make some money and yeah, get into my first house and stuff like that. Well, he sounds like a real jerk. He was a jerk, but he <laughs> was the reason that I started making vaporwave. So thanks to him. Shout out to him if you're listening. 
Uh, yeah, so you mentioned uh, vapor, the vapor room. Yeah. Um, that's your like you have some domains and handles that still exist online with that name, like uh, the YouTube. Yeah. For example, which you have a lot of really think, neat stuff on there. Um, I think I changed that just recently. Oh yeah. To Tupperwave. Um, so initially the vapor room was like my name. Yeah. And um, eventually when I started making, you know, videos and uploading other people's content, I thought um, I'll save the vapor room as like a label kind of thing, like a, a collective in a way. Mm. Um, and at that point is when my music production split three ways into lo-fi, vaporwave and future funk. So Tupperwave was the future funk alias that I came up with. You know, I was just thinking of names that could be super catchy. And I thought, you know, Tupperware, everyone knows Tupperware. Everyone knows Vaporwave, I just mashed them together. <laughs> um, I had another alias, Manatang, I think it was. Okay. Which was Vaporwave. I didn't really stick with that. It kind of merged into Urbex cassette at one point. And then, yeah, had the other alias of um, Maranaki for lo-fi hip-hop, stuff like that. That's still going. But, um, you know, I haven't really touched it in a while. Mm. But the Vapor Room, I kind of killed it off in a way, which is sad because there's actually a company in America called the Vapor Room that sells, you know, obviously vape supplies. I'm just like kind of overgetting emails about, hey, you've got any vapes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I'm just like, no, nah, I've only got the good stuff. Did you ever play any jokes on anybody? So nah, send them some nah, sweet I, tracks? I no, I didn't want to mess with someone else's business yeah the same thing happened with my my old alias you know so i had nystagmus music from 2007 to about 2012 and um another artist with the same name from germany i think it was germany anyway contacted me and said look we can't have the same name because people are obviously looking at your work and thinking it's me and stuff like that like he was really cool about it and all that and i was just like yeah no worries you can have it Nice. Because he did technically have it first, even though we started at about the same time. Okay. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's always interesting, working out the intricacies of your project name. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I did like the Vapor Room because people knew it, you know, like Vapor Room got, got my first thousand subscribers. You know, I had a few regulars. It was great. Like, it was a, a thrill seeing, you know, people enjoying the stuff I was posting. But um, That's a great channel. It's just a name. Yeah, it's just a name, really. You post a lot of cool stuff on there. I mentioned it a bit uh, previous, like a little bit ago. Um, do do you make all the videos on there? Like, there's a lot of really nice vaporwave music videos. Yeah, so I've made absolutely tons of videos on there. Some people submitted music with videos, um, but fairly regularly, I would just you know do the whole '90s Japanese commercials binge and pick pick good clips, mash them together. Where do you get? And, um, yeah, where I do you find those commercials? Just on YouTube? Yeah, ninety percent YouTube. Nice, good old YouTube, spreading vaporwave. I know YouTube. That's great. Like from the algorithm, and giving us samples. We kind of have it. We we have YouTube to thank a little bit for the resurgence, or the, the birth of vaporwave two, or just the increase in popularity. Definitely, yeah. Like it was always the only place I would find a Vaporwave. Um, I did find a bit on SoundCloud. Um, but yeah, 
YouTube was just covered in vaporwave. And then obviously Facebook as well started to appear, you know, vaporwave sad posting as a, a massive, massive Facebook group. I would find really cool songs in there, but a lot of, you know, depressed kids just kind of <laughs> hit, hit and miss. It was a weird aesthetic that I wasn't really into. But. For sure. It's hard to explain to people when you're in like esoteric groups like that. Yeah. Like I got banned from there for voicing my opinion on music. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Well, they're missing out. So I put, I just got into arguments and things with people. And, oh, well. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of more better groups out there. Like yeah, Vaporwave Aesthetic, that's my go-to group. Arguing on the internet is like blowing in the wind. Exactly, it's pointless. It's just a never-ending storm of, like, the harder you push, the harder you get pushed back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because people have Facebook time to too. respond. Yeah, exactly. You, uh, so I imagine you're not coming to Electronicon or... Oh, wait, are you? I think I thought I said you saw that you were. No. No. I wish I could come, you know? Yeah. But it is so far. So far. <laughs> you're literally halfway around the world. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, get if I had further. the money or time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for the tangent. They need to, they need to do one here. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you were mentioning well, that. Maybe I should just... Yeah, yeah, you should do it. I should just run one. Start it up. Uh, people will come running. But you mentioned that Australia is kind of scarce for Vaporwave artists and fans too, right? Yeah, it really is. Like I did a live set in Brisbane. Um, no one had ever really heard of, you know, Vapor Funk or Vaporwave or anything like that. They enjoyed it, you know, but seeing the word Vaporwave in this country is like, everyone's just like, well, what is that? It's so quiet. I think it's because Australia is a little bit behind when it comes to that kind of stuff. 10, 15 years from now, Vaporwave will be hitting here hard. <laughs> yeah. It'll be the number one spot. Vaporwave Utopia, 2035. Yeah, exactly. Um, we just need more people over here, like in the mainstream to do it. Like even artists like Flume, he does a lot of out, outlandish kind of music. If he like gave someone a chance with Vaporwave, then maybe it would be a bit more popular here. But at the moment, it's just me and a couple of other guys scattered around the country. Mm-hmm. I think surfing is from here and yeah. uh, Sunset Grid, a few others. But they're all far away, you know. You can't just, you know, go over and collab. Yeah. Take the train. Or can't, yeah, can't run a concert because, you know, it's, you know, 16 hours to the nearest artist. Yeah, they're not going to come. It's not feasible. And flying, yeah. how, how expensive is flying in Australia? Like d- domestic? It's not too bad. I've flown to Sydney couple times it's about 100 bucks well, that's pretty good that's like 70 yeah, american uh i don't know the difference yeah probably but um i, I don't really enjoy going down to sydney it's so busy like brisbane's not a world city it's small quiet yeah. then again i did go on new year's that's probably why it was so yeah. busy. yeah i'm a city i'm a city <laughs> boy city man myself so let's get back to your youtube for a second yeah where like we're if I just scroll through here, there's a whole bunch of anime stuff, and you have some of that on your Instagram too. So, are you a fan of anime, or do you just use it for the aesthetic to please the the weebs like myself? I believe I did. You know, used to watch uh, when I was a kid Dragon Ball Z, uh, whatever was on TV. You know, obviously, uh, I think Sailor Moon was on TV back then. Your generic Cartoon Network kind of stuff. Yeah, I never really got into anime as such, but 
I did see the link between future funk and anime was pretty strong. So I just kind of ran with it. Mm. For, yeah, just ran with it for a bit. They do go hand in hand. I think Young Bay pioneered the whole, you know, anime crossover kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. I think I'd, I'd go with uh, Desired myself. But oh, yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, oh, yeah. Have you seen the... So you haven't seen the Japanese version of Sailor Moon? No. No, uh, I never really got into it that much. Okay. Like, I was more outdoorsy as a kid. You know, I didn't really watch TV. So, it, but, um, yeah, it's literally just YouTube that put me towards anime and, mm-hmm. you know, future film True. and that kind of stuff. Well, and with Instagram, I just posted whatever was, you know, whatever was aesthetic to me. True. Whatever I liked. Yeah. Try and credit where I could credit and that kind of thing. Right, right. Well, definitely show your kids the Japanese version because it's way better and then they can learn to read subtitles and then you can watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, there's nothing. I don't. I still think that, you know, dubbed anime is a bit weird. And then you watch the original. It's like, oh, that sounds so much cooler. Except for Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Have you heard Goku's voice? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, Dragon Ball's great. Yeah, or Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Goku's voice is just like, oh my God, I can't take it. Yeah. See, I've got three siblings, and it was always a battle to, you know, like, they'd want to watch something else, but I'm like, no, Dragon Ball Z's on. Oh, if it's on, you can't miss that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I forgot to record that. No, good times. Yeah, good times with the anime. Um, I had another question. What was that? I forgot. Oh, yeah, I, I, your, your Instagram. So we were talking about that, and uh, so where? how do you make all your art? It's so cool. Like sometimes you post other people's art too, right? But correct, yeah. correct me. Yeah. So right most now. of it is just other people's art. Oh. But the art that I make is um just I make it on Illustrator and Photoshop stuff like that. Just I just sit down and roll with it. If it looks good, I'll post it. If it looks terrible, I'll probably post it anyway as well. <laughs> well some <laughs> a lot of it is really good, man. I'm, yeah, like my, all of my album covers except for Koala Corp. I did myself. Yeah. Um, Koala Corp was, um, I was actually reached out to by, I think it was, his name is Justin. Um, he's like, can I just make the artwork? Cause I was looking for collabs and he was like, I'll make the artwork for you. I'm like, yeah, no worries. And it turns out it was pretty sweet. Nice. Not initially what I had in mind, but it just kind of worked. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. I haven't really touched Instagram in a while. No. Only obviously the promo stuff but uh, yeah well, mostly that's a Twitter thing. i just find what's working and just roll with that at the moment twitter is what's working for me mm-hmm. well vapor vaporwave needs more activity on instagram in general there's like there's a few of us yeah. like holding down the fort waiting for you all to come back and <laughs> yeah i should probably come back oh yeah it's so simple it doesn't take two seconds to make a post just you've already posted it on twitter just copy it um, like not to tell you what to do, sorry, but definitely follow Tupperwave. Um, on YouTube, very cool stuff. He uploaded you uploaded something two weeks ago, or maybe three weeks ago when this comes out. Is it two weeks ago, God, ages, ages. <laughs> I tried to upload like one a week, and I just I get so slack. Yeah, it's hard to keep that momentum going. Yeah, especially if you want to make a something that because you can make a video that's just a loop or you can edit the crap out of it and that's anywhere from 10 minutes to 10 hours sometimes 
Yeah, exactly. A lot of mine are just, you know, pictures and music, which works, you know. A lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great way to spread, I watch spread a lot the love. Of, um, I watch a lot of Vaporwave mixes by um, Kurt Bader. When he, whenever he posts one, that is like, I give that my full attention because he's, he's always made like the best mixes and he, he puts my music in there sometimes, Sorry. which is awesome. Who? Kurt? Uh... Kurt Bader. So he, oh, okay. he actually collabed with me on um, To You Baby With Love as well. I'm surprised I don't know that We person. did a track called Style. I'll look him up. Yeah, definitely. Go there and binge. Okay. I sure will. Because there's always three names that I go to on YouTube. It's Kurt Bader, uh, Soul Search and Destroy, and El Famoso Demon. And there's a couple others as well. But those three names I always go back to. They just post the best stuff. Nice. Yeah, there's yeah, there's so much. I'm kind of obsessed with cataloging and downloading Vaporwave videos. I go in and out with the phases. Kind of yeah, I'm the same. Doing it in you know, batches. I'll, I'll try new things. Yeah. Get over it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned crates a little bit. Yep. Or curates, as I keep calling it, and everybody hates me for it. Uh, no, I say curates as well. Oh, I don't yeah. know how it's pronounced, but... Nice. It's a capital Q and a capital R, so it can't be two words. We got two people on the team. Right. Who wants to, who else to wants them. to join? Yeah. Well, how, how was working with them? Like, I never asked anybody that. I, initially, I, I had no idea what it was about. I thought, you know, I'm going to have to pay some money and there's going to be this whole crowdfunding thing going on. But it's actually really awesome because they're just, they're there with you from start to finish. They're like, yeah, you need to upload this. You need to do this. You know, do you need help mastering and stuff like that? Oh, that's wicked. But, um, yeah, it's great. Like, um, I didn't spend a single dollar making any of these projects, but people still get the opportunity to buy them for like 20 bucks that or whatever is so it is in America. Cool. What a great yeah, thing. So obviously, doing. initially, all I wanted was, you know, my music on a physical release. So I thought, how do I do that? And I was looking for these companies to do like, short runs and stuff and it was all super expensive i can't remember someone suggested it to me i don't remember who it was but um mm. yeah i just gave it a shot and then all of a sudden you know people are backing it like crazy well so it, the first one was yeah to you baby with love got 199 people mm-hmm. I, I was just blown uh, away i wasn't even i wasn't even expecting it to reach 100 i was just giving it like a test yeah try this on for size see how it fits exactly um, yeah, when I discovered it, I was just browsing and I saw the thumbnail and I was like, wow, this is cool. And then I played it and I saw the the tags and I was like, this is Vaporwave. This is mine. Oh my God. Exactly. I did, and that exactly. sounded so good too. It wasn't just because sometimes the aesthetic is great and the music is like, it's, eh, you know, doesn't well, the, doesn't the quality of the vinyls that they've sent, like the ones that I, I got, even the tests, the quality was amazing. Like, they they were so professional. They sent me five in a, you know, whiplash packaging stuff like that. It's all done properly, mm-hmm. and the music sounds fantastic. The art looks good, and obviously, two hundred people get a vinyl, like of my music. That's like it's unheard of for me because you know most of my music would only get twenty plays on SoundCloud kind of thing. What a what a and time! Now I'm getting what a time to be alive, you know? Exactly. I'm just like riding this wave while I can, you know, having a good time, having meeting a- some great people. Yeah. Uh, where do you meet people the most, would you say? Discord or Twitter? 
Um, initially, so it was Facebook. Active. Oh, That's Facebook. Okay. So my connection. Um, I only started my Twitter in December, and it's just kind of took off a little bit. I think a thousand followers in just over six months is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's um, for sure. Especially like my first real scene. vaporwave friend was um, Twin Pines on Facebook. Like what that's the first person Shout I was out to like Twin Pines. actually talking to. He's that yeah, guy's he's a awesome. bomb. And um, yeah, also Meltnet as well. Oh sweet, I have like one he's of his one tapes. person I just I just enjoy working with. Like everything that we make together is just awesome. So easy to work with. We have similar kind of style. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I met him through Facebook as well. And um, yeah, since branching out into Twitter and um, Discord, just there's people appearing left, right, and center, you know, like wanting to say hi, like I like your music, that kind of thing. I try and do as many collabs as possible because I find that you never know if you collab with someone with, you know, 20 followers on SoundCloud, you never know. You might make something great. Just give them a chance, you know? Give everybody a chance. That's the motto for this episode. Kids, artists. Exactly. It's like, that's what life's about. Like I remember myself not having a big following and then there would always be that one person that would just be like, yeah, you can do something. Nice. I can't remember who it was. Obviously the YouTube channels like um, Soul Search and Destroy and Kurt Barter would post my music for me, which was great because people would be listening and mm-hmm. trying to make it myself and then started doing collaborations uh, a while back i've done some great collaborations they're so fun yeah like it's great working with different people because you just make these unique sounds like on koala corp especially it's such a broad range of sound because i just wanted to sort of capture their style with right. sort of a back end of my style as well yeah that's a cool way to put it can you tell us a bit about your process for collaborating while living in Australia, <laughs> the time zone yeah, struggle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I tell you, because I'm up late, it's fairly straightforward sometimes. Mm. But um, I just try and work around them. You know, if they're in Scotland or America, I'll try and be online at the same time, which is kind of hard sometimes. But what I do find is, especially working with um, Meltnet, we send each other stuff. Like, I'll send him a track. He'll send it back with some like alterations and then I'll send it back again, back and forth, back and forth. And then we're like, all right, it's about ready. Let's release it. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Some people just send me a song entirely and I'll just sort of remix it and add my bits and send it back. Um, the closing track on to you, baby with love was with twin pines mall. And, um, so I did the first bit. And he did the second bit, and we just kind of mashed them together. That's interesting. I've not heard so it's of more a, of like more of like an experience. Yeah, like sharing a song in that way. Yeah. So the intro is like my happy love kind of thing, and then his section is like a sort of a looping fade out, which kind of puts you on the edge of your seat again. Like what we just heard was that the same song? I don't know. Is this a new song? I just thought I would try something different. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. Uh, so we've mentioned yeah. a few of your records. There's one I haven't had a chance to ask you about yet. Um, I believe it's called Dead Inside underscore Not Revive. Yep. With a little face with X's on the eyes. I do remember um, that. What, so tell us about that. Like why the kanji title, I guess you would call it. 
<clears throat> yeah, I did use a lot of the kanji or whatever it is, Japanese writing in my titles, but that one, I was just experimenting. So I was listening to a lot of uh, sort of dark ambient, and then I was listening to Internet Club. There's one album by him, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the same kind of style. It's just like looped ads kind of thing. And that mm. Dead Inside album was ju- just from that. It's just like my interpretation of what they did. Oh, cool. It's obviously nowhere near as good. That's why I just, you know, put it on the wayside. Posted it on Bandcamp just because, why not? It's only like, what, five minutes? Yeah. It's, not even. It's like yeah. Pretty sure. But it's good. I was just I, trying to. Like There's actually a... Uh, mini cd of that coming out soon mini cd okay cool mini cd they got um, a lot of physical releases coming out in the next few months yeah it's insane <laughs> and are, did, you, did you produce that mini cd physically yourself uh, or no is that, that with was, a label um, let me just check my schedule i've written it down i don't want to say the wrong name yeah i'll cut it so i've got golf i'm working with golf pacific plaza I think it's Pacific Plaza. Yeah, but they do mini CDs. I think they're one of the only ones. So, yeah, Pacific Plaza Records is doing 1993 cassette and um, like a bonus mini CD of uh, that Dead Inside mini album, whatever you like to call it. Yeah. Sweet. And That's that, awesome. Yeah. No, Pacific Plaza is the best. They put out uh, our magazine. Well, there's some copies. If you're not on Patreon, you can get it from Pacific Plaza. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I've only ever had your magazine once, and that's when you sent it to me for the auction, which I'm forever grateful. Right. (laughs) Yeah, anytime. That wasn't me, by the way. I'm sure you know who it was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm terrible with names. The Australian... Oh, um, Puffy. Puffy, that's the one. Puffy, Puffy Cheeses. Puffy Cheeses. He's getting together with Music's The Hang-Up soon, I think, for a little interview. So keep your eyes peeled for that, everybody. Um, okay, let's move on. We've gone on many tangents, and I have so many questions left. So if at any point yeah. you need to go, uh, feel free. But I want to keep good. you as long as I can. Um, what made you... D- Choose the banner that you have on your band camp right now. The images. Yes. That's a funny story. So that is literally me going on Google and searching for aesthetic. <laughs> and I just picked whatever came up. Because nice. band camp to me back then was nothing, you know. Did not use it. I just thought, oh, there's a blank space. It needs a banner. I'll just pick a bunch of images and smash them together. Yeah. And no one won't be able to call <laughs> it aesthetic. Exactly. I've just, I've never changed it. I probably should. <laughs> no, it's a relic. It's a moment yeah, in there's time. There's a few relics. Yeah. Like my old uh, YouTube banner as well. That was interesting. What was that? It's just a, like a Photoshop of someone's bedroom floor with a bunch of Vaporwave records on it. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right, right, right. The old projects. I've got a lot of weird stuff like that floating around. Um, tell us about Oala Corp. I believe Koala Corp. Yeah, uh, you're putting tapes out for that, right? Yep. Yeah. So um, 
Golf is putting out the cassettes for that. Um, I haven't sorted out any kind of vinyl for that one yet, but eventually probably do a run. But mm. that was one of, I know it's not like the best album I've ever made. And I can say that because I made it. <laughs> um, but um, that's the one I really enjoyed because uh, the collaborations obviously were super fun. Some people I've never worked with. But um, also I got to, you know, make that classic Vaporwave style with my little bit of a twist on it nice. and put it out as an album as well. I sort of went with a bit of a depressing kind of theme as well, which which I find sort of sits well with classic Vaporwave. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like you look at that infamous track, um, Nobody Here, right? It's dark. It's It leaves you asking questions. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah, it makes you think after hearing it. Yeah. Like that one's just a loop, but um, actually, I remade that one actually just recently. That was, and it's funny because no one actually noticed. So what I did was on the fourth bar, I changed "Nobody Here" to "It's Just You and Me." It's where I want to be, which is from obviously that Chris Burr song. Mm-hmm. And I posted it on um, our Vaporwave. It got hundreds of upvotes, but I think only one person actually noticed. That I changed a bar. Yeah. It was hilarious. That's a, that's a great sort of uh, example of, uh, or like an indication of how ADD the Vaporwave community is. Yeah. Something new came out. It's mine! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> like, I find that, that our Vaporwave is just hit and miss every single time I go on there. I was going like, to ask post... you about the, about the subreddit, yeah. Yeah. So I'll post a video like an, an untitled, you know, track I made one night and it'll get, you know, 500 upvotes and then the next day I'll post, you know, some other aesthetic and I'll get, you know, two. It's yeah. strange. I just, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I try to think, I try to figure it out and then I just give up. I think I figure it out. Like I don't post my podcast there anymore. Yeah. Like, well, I remember one time one guy said, interview some real artists and 3D Blast steps in. He's like, get out of here, you joker. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm not Blast. only going to interview big artists. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's, that's the same thing, you know, give everyone a shot. Yeah. Like, everyone's got their own little Vaporwave story. doesn't matter how many followers they have. Yeah. And most of my followers yeah. are not from the Vaporwave scene at all. And they probably hate everything I'm posting. I'm noticing I'm losing a lot. Because my old audience, because I'm a singer, right? My old audience doesn't give a shit about the vapes. Well, yeah, people like what they like, you know? Yeah, which is, it's cool. If if they're like into metal or whatever, they'll just stick with that. Yeah. I'm working on a metal album. It'll come out. And like, I always, I I won't say because I'm not going to make that date. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I did that. Yeah. (laughs) It was hard. Too many podcasts. Too much stuff. Actually, I did that with See You, Baby, With Love when I was making it. Oh, yeah. I accidentally announced a date of when it would be released. Oh, and it was in like two, two months. <laughs> and I'm like, crap. Whoops. Better get started. Better get started, yeah. No looking back. Yeah. Can't, can't can't go back now. Oh, that's so, yeah, I made that. That whole album was made in, I think, two months. Mm-hmm. Just back and forth with people. Yeah. And, and the, did you let them know, okay, the pressure's on, guys. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. No dilly dally. Like some, 
some people, you know, just didn't quite finish in time, and I feel bad because like, the tracks were great, mm. but um, yeah, it just kind of never made it into the final set. But um, on the vinyl one, I included a couple that were cut out originally. Oh, because I think on Bandcamp there's only ten tracks, but on the vinyl there's twelve or fourteen. Yeah, twelve. I believe twelve. Can't remember. I yeah. Meltnet was one of them I missed. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't think the vinyl version is online anywhere. So the tracks like um, South Bank Hill and Evie and um, New Beginnings aren't on the Bandcamp. Yeah, I I don't know the Bandcamp. I only know the record, so. Yeah. I can't be much help. (laughs) Or the vinyl, sorry, not the record. Oh, my God. Forgive me, everybody. I, 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 that's a common thing that happens on this podcast where I say record when I mean vinyl. Wow. I'm bad. I, I say, I say vinyl. Yeah. Some people don't like it. No, vinyl is the, is like the physical thing, right? A, a record is it, could be anything. Yeah, true. Um, like a CD can be a record. It's an, another word for an album, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's I just think. what they used to call albums. Yeah. Exactly. When physical releases were, you know, only record. Yeah, I guess that's... You just put it together for me. Thank you, sir. I owe you. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) That makes so much sense. I just pulled that out of the air, but, you know, sounds good. You solved the mystery. You're a genius. (laughs) So uh, you've, you've said you've had a lot of collabs and you've worked with a bunch of people. Um, yeah. Is there anyone you haven't worked with that you'd like to, like maybe your favorite collab or something, your most, your dream collab? Oh, there's a few. Um, Lay them on me. Obviously, I would love to work with Death's Dynamic Shroud at one point. Yeah. Like I just, I love their aesthetic, and I'd love to be a part of that. Um, uh, Cat System Corp as well, who's yeah, I just saw was on Twitter. I might reach out there, see what happens. Definitely, yeah. Uh, the Hiriath um, yeah. Records announcement, right? Yeah, exactly. Telepath. And Cat Corp. Even George Clamp, I'd love to work with him because he's just so different. Has he done any collabs? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. See, I haven't really known about him for that, that long, but oh, stuff he makes is fantastic. Yeah, it's really cool. Very different. I think he well, he, he's made a lot of it on uh in a different with a different approach than most people right he doesn't really use a daw for the most part maybe just to clean it up at least his old work yeah and for that's, S- that's what i like you know, people well. who try different things mm-hmm. i know he likes to yeah. use the little um beat pads the drum pad things mpcs i think the akai mpc maybe yeah. I, don't, I don't know what he uses yeah it's funny that because I've never actually used one. Oh, no. But um, the school that I work at, there's a guy here who makes lo-fi hip-hop under the alias of Where To. Like, we literally work in the same building. And I only found this out like a few weeks ago. But I think I've heard that, yeah. Set, the next set that I'm going to do, I'm just going to use his gear and just see what happens, you know, experiment. Oh, cool. So, yeah. While you the s- crowd is small. Yeah. <laughs> You said you played a live gig uh, in Australia. What does your live yeah. performance consist of? What are you doing? 
it was that was basically just my album so to you baby with love but live and just sort of you know added a few you know unreleased things in there it was basically just me standing there with a macbook okay <laughs> playing yeah. music live because people could reproduce their music live sort of yeah like i did try and chop a few things up but i didn't want to you know mess up because i'm not i'm not a live performer in any sense yeah that's but kind i just of like i gave it a shot question meant to yeah be. someone gave me the opportunity i'm just like yeah all right, i'll try it yeah see if it's for me yeah it was all right it was unnerving you know seeing people like staring at you while you're doing <laughs> doing, doing your thing oh yeah <laughs> and they're just like what is this? absolutely no, no they enjoyed I, it being on stage is like my favorite thing ever though once you get uh get used to it and if you have a big crowd too it's like oh my god you just never want to get off yeah that's the thing i was worried you know like they wouldn't like it that was my it was daunting at the thought you know looking at people in the crowd like what are they thinking they're mm -hmm. all smiling but what are they yeah I I'm, I'm a filmmaker too right i don't know if you knew that but i've yeah. had some of my films play in like festivals and cinemas and whatever and that i've attended like the first uh the premiere of the film, for example, yeah, and a, yeah. cr a great way to tell if your film is working if you ha is that if you have a bit of comedy in it, because if they laugh at the right joke, uh, you know, then it's like okay, yeah, yeah. it's like a, a, a sign of relief, right? At it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or gummy bears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> You mentioned George Clanton. Do you have a relationship with him at all already? Or I saw a couple things online there. Well, not really as such. I mean, I've I've not obviously said I've known of him for a little while. Um, I guess it's just the sort of back and forth banter on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Like sometimes he'll comment on things and he's he's in the community as well. Like he, he tries to get out there. But um I don't I don't say I'd say we're like acquaintances. We just sort of have, you know, idle chit-chat now and again. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just love following his work and um, Negative Gemini as well. Some real good stuff there. Mm. Stuff that I would never have found if it wasn't for, you know, Twitter. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, imagine if we didn't have it. I just think, like, what happens if it went away? You know, like, what happens if the internet stopped? Where would the vaporwave community go? Yeah, well, it's a scary thing. It might, like you never know what's going to happen in the future. There's so much talk about. Like I wrote um, an art, uh, private suite volume seven just came out. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, and I've written two articles for it: a review of Hypnospace Outlaw. It's a video game on yeah. Steam. It's a vapor. Oh, you, yeah, it's a great game. Absolutely incredible game. Play that shit. Uh, if you, I need to play that. Yeah, like in, in the listeners too. It's so good, man. Um, well, yeah, check out the article. I uh, talk about the game a little bit. And there's a City Pop article as well, History of City Pop. I've been talking about for months. It's finally out. So I'm really stoked on that. And uh, in the Hypnospace Outlaw uh, review, or yeah, review, I talk about yep. how I kind of grew up with the internet and how it's a little bit different uh, than now than it was before. And we're seeing that increasingly 
based on this new sort of corporate control that uh, so many people are lobbying for. So it's scary, man. Yeah. Like it might it might happen. They've already it tried a few happen, times. Yeah. They will they pass that. Uh, what is that? Oh, I'm so embarrassed for not knowing this. I think I know what you're talking about. That content. Uh, what's it? Yeah. Is that the one in Europe? Yeah, there was there was one in in Europe that happened recently in March. Net neutrality. Yeah. Net neutrality. Ah, that's and the yeah, the EU's copyright laws as well. Yeah, so so many things changing. It's like, oh my god. Uh, so it so might yeah, be. Yeah, what I find as well, a lot of my old stuff is now being flagged on YouTube. And I don't know if that's like legit or that's just their, you know, content Algorithm. policy or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get claimed by people and I'm just like, that's not yours. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And I have to put in like counter claims and stuff. Like that's, even, that sucks, I remember I made still a song bad from your scratch. Channel. Yeah. Like I tried the whole sample free thing before Vaporwave and someone tried to claim that and I'm just like, how can you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they'll take your song, they'll put it in their video, and then they'll even if the video was uploaded after yours, because they made the claim, YouTube doesn't do shit. They just kind of sit back and be like, "Well, contact them," but they're the one yeah, who made the false claim. So obviously, they're gonna say, "Screw you, give me my monetization." Exactly. So, I've yeah, had, yeah, I've had a scary, few man. of my videos like you know taken down. Like I've made a few Joji edits in the past where they've just been immediately flagged and I get copy striked. Um, oh, I got uh, flagged by Ardman Animation, the ones who did Wallace and Gromit, because mm-hmm. I use some of that, some of their footage. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, they are cool because I contacted them directly and said, hey, is it all right if I use your um, footage and music? And they're like, yeah, no worries. And they just like took the claim away completely. Nice. So it probably wasn't even them. Oh my god! No, it's just so, automatic. It's you know? so crazy. Yeah. Good luck to everybody out there with the YouTube battle. And yeah, it's either going to be a great future for vaporwave with the laws, because we're just going to find our own underground path that we'll all participate in, like independent of the internet, sort of. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's no way they can stop so many people from producing or stealing other people's work if you put it that way because yeah if yeah. we do it off the internet or you know in physical mediums and other places like that they'll never be able to keep on top of it even yeah. though it's illegal it's a movement in a way like vaporwave isn't really a genre it's more of a movement mm-hmm. and just remix like an, remix culture in general yeah. there was a quote from some famous artist who said Good artists borrow ideas, great artists steal ideas, or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but so, yeah, you're right, definitely. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Might be a dire, sad, sad future for vape, but we'll 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 figure well, it I out. Well, I find like this is the second wave of vaporwave. Yeah. In my opinion, it's going to die off again, and then be or appear again. It just does that. But um, yeah, who knows what we're going to see 10 years from now. Like Vaporwave could be a whole different different sound. We just don't know. We just need someone to pioneer it. Well, George is doing a great job with his concert. Shame exactly. he can't make it. And we're trying really hard with the magazine to put it into actual yeah, exactly. physical stores, things like that. So Yeah, see, like that, 
that to me was unheard of when I first started listening to it. I'm like, I would never have seen it coming. Like live concerts of Vaporwave or magazines, even physical stuff, I did not see in the beginning. But now it's it's everywhere. Yeah, well, and it's so easy. Hopefully, to it do. doesn't fizzle out. My well, tapes will be worthless. Ride the wave. Yeah, ride the wave as it is. I mean, if it does die out, that's that's just what happens. You're just gonna have to find the next vaporwave. Yeah, yeah. There's always that. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna it's going anywhere anytime soon. Nah, definitely not. I mean, it's been around for what ten years now. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah, and it's uh. But there, it's, there's always it seems vaporwave. Seems to be growing you know? exponentially at this point. Just hope it, it is. It's growing. There's no tipping at an point. Extreme rate. Mm-hmm. Like what I see it as is, you know, I imagine people in the 1940s experimenting with their vinyls and stuff. You know, slowing them down. That to me is, is vaporwave. Just the term was coined in 2009, kind of thing. <laughs> vaporwave has always been there. Yeah. Well, for sure. Absolutely. We can. There's so much. Yeah. We can try and trace it back forever. Yeah, exactly. Even before we could record music, I'm sure people were slowing down their voices when they sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not really. Could you imagine? Like, like the, oh, that's amazing. No, you never know. It might become popular in 10 years from now. <laughs> yeah, opera singers. Yeah, I just picture like a caveman tapping sticks real slowly. <laughs> Making some real dope lo-fi stone beats. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see that. Oh, uh, who knows? We'll that'd pioneer be, it. That'd be a great music video. That would be yeah. That would be weird to watch. <laughs> but you never know what becomes popular these days, you know. I could see Flume doing a video like that. True. The birth of I a new definitely. genre in the Stone Age. The yeah. Birth of lo-fi with rocks and sticks. Yeah, one of the things I'm worried about is if um, sort of vaporwave is adopted by the mainstream. We like just if artists start using that. it, yeah, if they start using it in the background or taking elements from it, like even uh, C punk, is it? Yeah. If they take that into the mainstream, and then it just gets spat out and they move on, that's that's a problem. I think it'll just mm-hmm. kind of kill it off. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even that Macintosh Plus album, it got kind of caught up in the whole meme culture. Yeah. And it killed the album for a lot of people, even though it's a great album. It did. Now everyone just sees it as a meme, yeah. which is really sad. On the pod, the episode that came out on Monday, uh, Monday, June 17th, um, we talk about that vaporwave reappropriation and one of the things I had to say about it was that, and sorry if I'm repeating myself to the people who have heard it, but um, just quickly, people may misunderstand you and your love for the genre and all the time you've put into it and research and passion and just so much energy and stuff. And they might just write it off as a simple gimmick. Like, oh, you're into that. Okay, I, I understand you now. No, you don't. Yeah. You know? No, they don't. So. Yeah. Like, oh, I heard it. I heard Nicki Minaj did it. Your whole genre is irrelevant now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I it does fade away quickly, though. We saw MTV do it, Netflix, um, Rihanna with C-Punk, 
yeah. even more and we're still going strong so it's going to keep happening and we'll yeah. they'll just keep bouncing off our uh we're a strong if community. everyone just keeps yeah if everyone keeps grinding we'll be fine yeah <laughs> keep grinding yeah it's all about that grind yeah speaking of the grind how was your yeah. experience at trying to enter the vaporwave scene you know your first soundcloud has at least now it has 500 likes which is kind of rare for someone's first soundcloud song ever 30 likes um yeah you know did you find it easy to find a niche for yourself and make a name and what were some obstacles no. you you came across see um the first track on my soundcloud is uh from the album 1993 but that wasn't the first vaporwave that i made oh there was a couple on my old youtube channel uh, soundcloud oh, okay. on my old soundcloud where i was just you know experimenting with um sort of that caretaker style and tatsuro yamashita slowed down as well but um yeah the following kind of just happened so that first one i posted got you know a few plays i think maybe a hundred plays initially which to me back then was tons you know and i was super stoked like every person that liked it i was just over the moon and then um i did find that it slowed down for a while like i'd post a track and like it wouldn't even get played sometimes oh damn so i get two or three plays and no likes or anything like that but i don't think it was the song itself because the song was fine i just think it wasn't getting the reach it needed through soundcloud and then they got rid of the whole groups thing which was um one of the ways that i did share it around that oh, was tragic yeah a real I didn't tragedy. but um yeah i think it just kind of goes through waves where you just need to get your name out there that's why you know i'm on twitter so often and just trying to stay active in the community if you stay active people are going to remember your name and then see it and think oh there's him i'm gonna give a listen see as of right now i can post something on um reddit even if it's no name, people see the vapor room. They're like, oh, that's Tupperware. And they'll give it an upvote or give it a play or a comment. Just kind of cool, but it's just, it's all about timing and knowing what to say, what to post. Like if I posted anything with any kind of future funk or funk vibe to our vaporwave, it'll get nothing. But if I post a generic kind of beat, it'll get everything. Yeah. It's the same with SoundCloud. If if I don't tag a genre as vaporwave, it'll get nothing. If I put, you know, electronic funk, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, with a million hashtags, it'll get more. But it's just that's not it's not what you want in a following. That's more interesting. I guess sort of spamming in a way. Yeah. See, I used I used to do that a lot, especially same. on Facebook. I would just go in every single group that I could find. Hey, here's my new track. You know, get maybe one or two likes. But I guess that is the grind. Everyone goes through that point. Yeah. And that's where you make your connections. But I think there's, it's also a learning experience too, kind of like what you were saying. Um, yeah. So it's, you kind of have to like read the attitude almost, which is impossible on Reddit because there's no real correspondence or you, like activity yeah. that you can watch sort of. It's all just, it just happens, yeah. so happens that people like it for some reason, 
There's no finding exactly. out why. Um, and there's always going to be people who hate, but you just, you can't let it affect you, you know? Yeah. Like I've had some comments in the past where it's like, you know, this is just blatant copyright theft and stuff like that. You know, your music's crap, things like that. And I'm just like, let it bounce off. That's one person as compared to the other X amount of people who do enjoy it. Just can't yeah. let it affect you because that'll demotivate you to the point where you don't want to do it anymore. Exactly. When that happens, I try and just say, you know what? That person was probably just having a shitty day. Exactly. And even if and they, they probably were, are. you never know. At least I have closure. <laughs> yeah. Self closure. Yeah. I just convince myself that everything's fine. Uh, yeah. No, I do but, like Reddit. It's it's um it's weird sometimes. Like I made a post a few weeks ago, and then I had to like turn off notifications because I got I think it was. 87,000 upvotes, and I'm just like, oh, God, it never ends. 87,000? Yeah. That wasn't Vaporwave-related. That was like, I think it was murdered with words or something like that. But it just spammed my phone, you know, thousands of comments, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Holy cow. Well, good. That's a must have been a good post. Well, I guess that's the question, it, right? It was, just, was it? It was just a shared post from Facebook. I was Why like, hey, they happen? might find this. Exactly. What yeah, about that happened. post? That's how people get famous when they do. They'll make something, it'll catch on if that's just how it, how it works. It's all about the public. Mm-hmm. So hard to read still, though. It's like you try and come up with a recipe for how to do it, and one person could <clears throat> yeah. do the exact same thing and pull it off. And, yeah, I don't know. If anybody has any, any advice on that, wants to talk about that, Definitely hit us up, something I'm very curious about, and I'm sure a lot of aspiring producers are as well. Um, so you have an album. It's called Summer yep. Bay, and yep. I can't listen to it. <laughs> uh, it's on YouTube. Oh, it is? Oh, sweet. I, I'm pretty sure it's still there. Um, yeah, that was... Um, like my first future funk attempt in a way it's not really future funk but like i gave it a shot mm-hmm. and um, i can't hear it yeah. because it's a subscriber exclusive right on Bandcamp. yeah yeah i don't i just saw that and i was like i'm gonna try this and put it in there yeah and i just kind of never really took it back out it's not really an exclusive at all right okay but um it's all on youtube like i if I can give people my music for free so they don't have to, you know, pay to yeah, play kind of thing, you were talking I'll do that. About that yeah, because yeah. I, I just see, like, like, you know, people withholding tracks and stuff, you know, to gain money is just not right. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, If it exactly. works for you, it works for you. Yeah. But it's it just kind of annoys me sometimes. Like, I can't hear something because it, you have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, damn exclusives. But it's a thing. I don't know. It's uh, part of the recipe for success once you get to a point where you can actually do it. You have enough people yeah. that want the extra stuff, you know? Exactly, yeah. Think it's the same it with, extra. you know, Patreon and stuff. If yeah. you've got people who want to, you know, pay to be in your club kind of thing, that's fine. That's great. Mm-hmm. You're getting yourself some. Well, definitely check out the record. Uh, it's pretty new, too. Last year, was it? I can't remember. Yeah, it's probably last year year before okay um 
the opener track I actually included on To You Baby With Love as well because oh. I forgot Summer Bay existed. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, crap. I only realized that afterwards, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> song's fine. It's... Yeah, you get so obsessed with the project, you know, you're consumed by it. Yeah, exactly. Like at the moment, I'm working on a couple of albums. Um, one's a split album with someone else, and um, I'm working on a direct follow-up to, to You, Baby, With Love. Like I made a post on Twitter, like, you know, what should I call it? Like, what? And the suggestions are great, you know? They're just they're throwing them at me left, right, and center. But, um, yeah. There are some examples. Making music. Uh, like sincerely yours and stuff like that. I'll um see if I've got it. Smooth. Yeah, like people are just pulling these things out of the air, and it's like, wow, that's actually really good. That's great. The problem is, I post so much. Yeah, <laughs> let me just pause it right there and just give a shout out to all the vaporwave fans because I just had a thought. We're some of us, some of you guys, are. Your participation is what, in this instance, actually helps create the actual thing. You know, it's not just you're buying yeah. it. It's, you know, you guys help make that record by choosing the name. Like it's exactly. You know, See, I found it here. Like there's we're all some working real together. I, always, I keep saying that. Like some of them are just straight up stupid. <laughs> but it's hilarious, you know. Like yeah. I've got to you, Bay with. Ooing, oh yeah, <laughs> and um, there's um, P.S. I still love you. To you, love with a baby. Um, one last time, address unknown. Return to sender. I mean, that's that's actually really cool. Like saying that the first album never made it. Uh, wow, that's a great idea. Exactly. Like um, to me, the title was the start of a love letter, and the album was the letter itself. Mm. Um. The follow-up to me is supposed to be from the female perspective. Like the the first one was from me. Yeah, and then the follow-up is going to be a response from her. Yeah, from the wife. So I need to make it either really positive, or I can make it like a bit on the edge. I just I don't know. That I just need to find so a good fun. title. Yeah, yeah. Like make it into a story kind of thing. Hmm. Cool. I'm excited to watch as the journey goes on. Yeah, should be great. I'm looking forward to this year. I think they'll probably both be out by the end of the year. Cool. The split album, I'm not going to say who it's with, but it's going to be good. I can tell you that. <laughs> sweet. Sweet, sweet. Lots of exciting things going on. So you've yeah, had a lot, of, a lot of experiences in Vaporwave in your two years in the community, maybe three. Um, What's your craziest experience? Like funniest experience? Something uh, strange happened? Hmm. I have many experiences. Um, obviously, the best experience for me is when like my album got a bit of traction. That was great. That was. I felt like I was famous for a minute, even though you know it's only a small niche. Did you but, throw um, your arms up in the air over your head? Yeah, I was super excited. You nice. know, I, I went. I went for a run around the block with my arms in the air. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wait, no, um, experience-wise, I still feel like the worst experience is how um, Old English Spelling Bee basically screwed over the whole community and basically killed it in a way. Uh, yeah. So that, for me, was the point where I stopped collecting vinyl, and that was an experience that I don't want anyone to go through again, really. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot bullshit. of drama, but that to me, that annoyed me greatly because I was waiting and waiting, and so so were many other people, you know. Yeah, I'm waiting for two. Exactly, I'm waiting for two as well, but they're just they're never going to come. And like you hear all these stories, like he sold them to someone else, and then that person's flat out denying it. And I guess the vaporwave drama is a thing, and that's the thing that I don't want to be a part of. But that to me is part of the experience at the moment. <laughs> Well, I think 2017 was a bad year for that, but this year's been fantastic. I haven't, yeah. you know, for drama, like... Yeah, see, I don't like drama. I like to just have a good time. And I'm sure a lot of people would be the same. Yeah, dude. But, um, I don't know, some yeah. some guys uh, have too much power, I guess, in the community at the time. Yeah. I don't just, know. Just, um, I don't know. Enjoy yourself. That's, that's all I can say. Nice. If you're having a bad experience, do something. Mm -hmm. And put on some late, late night delight while you do it. Exactly. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, a, that was a crazy experience, man. Yeah, see that? that Yeah. That nearly killed the whole thing for me. I was so pissed off. <laughs> Sounds like it affected you quite a bit. Well, yeah, I mean, because I paid you know, so much money shipping to Australia. It's just money that's never going to be seen again. You know, I bought three copies Damn. and they're just like nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And he, he's basically, he's basically gotten away with it too. You know, like that's the thing that annoys me the most. Yeah. I, th I, th I had hopes that he wouldn't, but I think he knew he would the whole time. Yeah. I haven't seen him around scheme. much lately. Well, I wouldn't show my face if I was him. Well, he did though, right? He was proud about it too. Yeah, he was on Reddit for a while, being a bit of a yeah, you know, an idiot. We won't give him the the exactly. We won't say his name. <laughs> Don't waste the airtime. Yeah, exactly. How do I get away from that tangent? Do you have any favorite vaporwave tunes? Like you kind of mentioned them a little bit, or artists that uh, um, like it inspire you a lot yes see obviously you know the stuff from youtube you know saint pepsi uh, luxury elite and all that i go back to all the time but like there's a few tracks that i i've found myself listening to over and over again mm. one of them is um from runners club 95 i find myself going back there regularly even though it's not that you know it's it's just one of those songs that is just part of an album it's not meant to be like a a showstopper kind of thing. It's right. the Steam Bath Evangelion, I think it's called. Mm. It's just something about that track that resonates with me. Like it's like the perfect kind of style for me. Yeah. And um, yeah, that again was just a YouTube recommendation, I believe. <laughs> we'll link it in the description. Yeah, definitely. Like full props to them as well. They're doing so well. For sure. Uh, any, any other tracks? Um, Private Caller, I guess you mentioned. Yeah, definitely always Private Caller I go back to. Um, there's just... Um, I've got a whole playlist on my SoundCloud of ones that I do enjoy. But um, Sweet, I'll check that uh, out. Comfort, yeah, another one is Comfort Cruise by Harrison. I don't know that, Comfort Cruise. If you haven't heard that. You miss it. That is like the the chillest song. Sweet. And um, thank you for the recommendation. Found you by RXN as well. 
Found You by RXN. Yep. I haven't heard that Another either. Classic. So I'm bad. <laughs> and um, I do listen to a lot of Joji actually, especially his earlier works. I yeah. do find myself going back there now and again. What do you think that about there, his, his new song where he's singing, like trying to sing? Yeah. I don't really follow his new stuff. It's just not for me. Not kind of went all dark. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it when it comes to favorites. I yeah. don't have specific favorites. I like to just find new. Yeah. Keep the steam engine running. Exactly. I, I love giving attention to things that I've never heard before. See if I can capture that private yeah. caller experience every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting point. Like trying to relive that first moment where you discovered something. Yeah, that's no, great feeling. Like I remember listening to "I'll Try Living Like This" the whole way through the first time, and I just like had to stop at the end for a few minutes and just be like, "What was that?" <laughs> yeah, was that actually vaporwave or was that something else? <laughs> that was more of like a an experience. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm pretty sure at one point there was like, I don't know what was going on. It was like some kid being born or something halfway through. Yeah. No idea. But it was great. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what that is. So that, I don't know. It's like post-Vaporwave or something. The whole album just kind of flows. But that's just all of their work, I guess. It just kind of works. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Vaporwave, a lot of people say that they're kind of being transported to a place. Like, we talked about that a little bit. Do you have yeah. any sort of sense of nostalgia that comes around when you listen to vaporwave like we haven't talked about that too much um i do find myself sort of stuck in that especially when there's a video i go back to that time like if it's 80s japan i feel myself being taken there but a lot of my childhood was um you know ps1 game boy kind of era and that's a lot of those memories do flood back in when i hear certain songs or, you know, like Blank Banshee and all of those computer kind of sounds coming on. I'm like, you know, I heard that. Like, they're memories. They're not nostalgia. They're like actual memories. Mm-hmm. And this nostalgia is real there, not like a false nostalgia that you get from something like Private Caller. I mean, both equally is good. But real nostalgia as compared to that is something else again. True. So if I were to ask you how to describe Vaporwave... How would you do that? And also, I want to know, what does Vaporwave mean to you? How would I describe Vaporwave? Uh, that's actually a really hard question. Maybe uh, if, you had, like, if your kids ask you one day, what would you say? I would say, come, sit down, I'll show you. <laughs> Let's blast off into like the... That. Yeah. Yeah, like, like pull up a chair, here's my records. Mm-hmm. We're going to go now, on a journey. Um, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of, like, what is Vaporwave or describe it, I see, you know, a lot of marble statues everywhere, pink and blue hues all over the place. And that, um, music-wise, it's just, I guess, slowed-down music is the first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I always say that it, the reason for that is, I think, initially to circumvent the copyright. So it's like no wonder we see so much of that. Yeah. Like in the beginning, the generic algorithm was for me was 
slow it down by, you know, 20%, add some reverb, and then you've got Vaporwave. But now I feel like there's so much more to it. But yeah. you can't really put it into words. It's more of what the listener experiences. That's what Vaporwave is. But that's open to their interpretation and not your description. That's a great answer. Yeah. That's just how I see it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like, matter like what I say because it won't be oh. that, that way for you. <laughs> exactly. Like some people might hate it. and no, that's their choice. You know, that's their taste. But someone might feel a very strong nostalgic connection to something that happened to them. And they put the two together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just how I picture it. Yeah. No, I read you. Cool. So uh, there's a funny... Uh, when I was doing my research, I saw on Amazon, I don't know why, but there's a Tupperware called Tupperwave on there. I know. Uh, is that a mistake or what? It's, no, that's real. That's a real thing. I didn't know that existed. <laughs> um, I actually, on their that's Twitter, amazing. right, I comment on a lot of their stuff just just for the sake of it. Okay. Um. And yeah, it's it's a genuine product from Tupperware. It's like a stack cooker kind of thing. And I'm like, I'm, I must get one. This is like the ultimate merch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's not... Uh, I, I don't know when it came out. It's probably before me, but... Man, this happens to me every time, you know? <laughs> like you got the Vapor Room, Vape the Shop. Name. You got yeah. some other artists with the same name. You got a freaking stack cooker with the same name. <laughs> That you can't you can't beat it, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, well, that's pretty much all of my questions, man. Uh, do you have no, anything you want to say um, before we let you go? I just want to give like a big shout out to everyone that supports me and my music. Like it means the absolute world to me. Even like back in the day, like when I would see you know one name here, one name there. And then the little community starting to build. Now I've got all these fantastic friends and artists. I would literally shout out every single person one by one if I had the time. But um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to everyone else. Like I, nice. I'm not, I'm not going to plug any merch or anything like that. It's just, it's all about them. It's all about the fans. Aww. Like that, that is what makes it what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, buy my merch. <laughs> 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 I was about to say, what a selfless gentleman you are. No, I don't actually have any merch. I should probably get some at some point. Yeah, well, don't ship it from Australia. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I did see on, on Twitter, actually, on that thousand um, follower competition, Yeah, someone made a bootleg shirt for their kid, and it is the cutest thing I have ever seen. Oh, man. Dude, link me that. We'll put it that in the description for sure. That's awesome. It is so cute. Like this, this the most adorable kid, and it's actually a really cool design as well. The shirt, just black on gold. It's awesome. Dope. And yeah, yeah, definitely that. Good old just, yeah, Twitter. Shout out to everyone. Shout out to everyone in the community, except if you're causing drama, then screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're such a nice. I wanted to say this earlier in the episode, but your attitude in the community is so. It's not surprising that you've gotten your thousand followers because it's nice to just your warm vibe to be around, bro. Like it's dope. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's what I try and do, you know, just try and be happy, wholesome in the community. It's fun, you know, 
I love trying to talk to everyone. Like you'll find some artists just don't talk to people. I mean, if someone comments on my stuff, I'll try my damn best to comment back. Yeah. Well, so, you, you obviously, do you know. <laughs> a lot. I see you on, on Discord all the time and always helping people out. It's really awesome. Yeah, I try my best. I mean, even like I get IT questions on Twitter. I try and help as well. Yeah. You know, because I do this all day. Like if someone's like, oh, my computer keeps crashing. I fixed, you know, 20 crash computers in that day already. Yeah. What's one more? It's just an endless, endless battle. Vaporwave's glorified uh, IT support professional. Yeah. You know what's great, though? At this school <laughs> I work at, it's actually like a, an old school. So quite often I'll go into like a cupboard and there's like just VHS stacks and cassettes, old record players and stuff just in abandoned cupboards. And I'm just like, oh, yes. wow. This is the best thing I've ever seen. Goldmine. Exactly. There's little gold mines throughout the school I haven't even found yet. Wow. Fantastic. Old That's... computers and Macs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Good what time. do you do? Do you take any of it? Do you Well, it's my job to write it? them off, you know, take them to the tip. But yeah. quite often, you know, you know, take a couple of things. Yeah, so you have a little bit of an older going... tech collection. Yeah. If they're going in the bin, like, what's the point? Yeah, for sure. How come you don't post any pictures of that, of that stuff? Oh, I have posted a couple. Oh. I think I posted a few on Instagram. Like, my record player that I've got at home is from, like, 1970s, this yellowy-looking <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love it because I took some records from uh, a person at work. She was like, oh, you know, I've got a couple of records and a, a Nintendo like she gave me a Super Nintendo and some records, basically, and um, sweet. These were all water damaged records. Oh, um, they're all warped, but um, that warped factor plus the record player that I've got, which is yeah. you know absolutely shock, makes the coolest stuff. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, like I, I put you on some George Benson, it. and it was just absolutely warped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should actually. I put I put one up once, dude. Somewhere. <laughs> that's a hilarious joke you can make a thing like it's like yo i've made some vaporwave without any like you know the tech does it for you just by the state of it exactly <laughs> no, that is true like if it's a 45 and i put it on there it'll play it at like you know 33 or 20 yeah the belt's so bad and it's literally got you know like mud wasps have lived on the records so at some point and the water's got in there and yeah it's all fucked up it's the best yeah, you should you should rip some of that. Put a mic up to the speaker. Oh, I should. Yeah, definitely. Because there's so many, I haven't even played them. Sample that. Yep, on it. That's my next album. <laughs> Done. Done. All right, send me a copy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was a freaking fun conversation. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed that. I'm. I don't I, really have interviews or anything. Pretty sure this is like the first ever interview I've ever done. Yeah, well, you did great. <laughs> it was it went by so fast. Yeah, I mean it's already oh crap, quarter past twelve. Lunchtime. Yeah, lunchtime. Sandwich mm -hmm. time. Okay, get that sandwich on, tuna tuna style. No crusts. Yeah. Still no crusts really. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> fast and the Furious joke. Oh damn. Sorry, you had to bad. be this. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> gonna say you're kind of living vicariously through your kids, are you? 
What's going on? I don't want curly hair. No. <laughs> no, it was a good chat. Yeah. Like, I didn't see that as an interview. I just saw that as like a good chat. Yeah, that's how we do it over here in the private suite. It's a beautiful suite. Um, we have we have juice. <laughs> we <laughs> the have view juice. Is, the old view technology. is great. An old tech, yeah. We got an Apple too. Uh, yeah, well, let's keep. I don't know uh, why. We'll keep. We'll stay in touch. Yeah, Sorry, go, go ahead. I, I said I was going to say I picture private suite in my head as like this, you know, like a Learjet, and it's like some like private cabin on that Learjet, and it's just mm-hmm. like pure aesthetic. Yeah, we always <laughs> talk about what it would look like. I don't think anyone wants to do it because that'll ruin it. Like when a movie, when a when a movie is made based off of a book, you know. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. They're telling you what to imagine, but maybe one day we'll see. Yeah, see what see what the you know tide takes. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, I guess I'll let you go. Get those nom noms yeah. on. Yeah, better get back to work. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> That's There's amazing. probably a queue of kids like at my desk now. Like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mister Callum. He's like, where are you? Yeah. I need it turned off and on again. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it was definitely. it was a lot of fun. An absolute pleasure. And I wish you all the best with your upcoming releases. And yeah, I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Great chat. Anytime. Seriously. See you. I'll see you well, next time. We'll have you on again, I'm sure, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you do the YouTube stuff and like get me on that cane. Yeah, okay, we sure will. And we'll leave that with no more information so we can leave you, um, your listeners, wondering what the heck that even means. Exactly. (laughs) All right, dude, take care. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Thanks. That was a blast. Thank you for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed it. And we're going to play some songs for you like we always do. But definitely follow Tupperwave on Twitter. Check out his YouTube, The Vapor Room. There's a lot of great stuff. And keep your eyes peeled because some of the music that we're about to play is off of his upcoming record. And the song we heard at the beginning is actually also off of this upcoming record. So we'll play that song. And then we'll play his song Fast Ethernet off of his record, To You Baby With Love. Thanks a lot, everybody. Stay well, and we'll see you next time.
Yeah.